0: Welcome to the CrossForge podcast. I'm your host, Darman, with my co hosts, him and that guy. That guy, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Hey, everybody. I am that guy, also known as Old Dan Mack. Um, been caught up with uh, CrossForge Gaming since um, basically since its inception. Darman and I have known each other for a long time, and he roped me into this. So here
2: I am. Wow.
0: Viciously roped, aggressively, yeah. even.
2: Ooh. That and then like there's him. I am he. Wow. Yes, I am Polybius. I've been with CFG for like a month, two months, maybe five. <laughs> Didn't you?
0: You definitely joined in like. Wait a minute, I can look that up.
2: Uh, you probably could. I don't know. It's been she- a short while. Definitely a lot shorter than these schmo's. I don't know any of them. At least. You've
0: been in the group since February of 19.
2: February of 19? Bruh. Bruh. It's a lot of minutes. All right,
0: I, I've thrown my mouse across the room. I can't click to other windows now. <laughs> no distractions. Oh, wait. But how am I supposed to... Oh, no. Oh, no. How am I supposed to look at the information that I have? Alt-tab? Uh, Alt-tab-4. You
2: know? Actually, wait. No, yes. don't do that. We'll have to restart.
0: <laughs> what do you mean don't press Alt control delete three times? What do you mean deleting system thirty two won't make my computer faster?
2: Well, I mean last time I tried that I downloaded some extra RAM and my computer's been going real quick since.
0: Wow. Yeah. Amazing. But yeah. So to kinda kinda get uh, people a little bit more familiarized, um We wanted to reboot the podcast because it's something that people have asked for. I think this is the third time rebooting it. And I think this one's going to stick better than the others. Um, But coming back into it, it's always good to know what grounds you stand on with other people. uh, And what kind of tastes they have. Um, So with that, I'd like to ask you, gentlemen, what are your... Top five nostalgic games.
2: Oh beans, I didn't know I had to come up with that many. Five, Oof. five. All right, I- well. I'm
1: sure you can limit it down to four, or you know three if you're getting real risque. <laughs> Ooh. All
2: right. Well, you, y- you can down. go first, Mr. Mac. I-, I gotta, I gotta think about this.
1: <laughs> All right, Mr. Mac with the mic here. Shout out to T Mac. I think, my, I think my number one nostalgic game is Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I remember moving from Independence, Kansas to Valley Center, Kansas. And in the drive there, in the U-Haul truck, my dad stopped at a Sam's Club of all places. My brother and I were with him and he bought the N64 version of ocarina of time that came with the wonderful guide it was amazing and uh i think i can safely say that i've I've played through that game at least 50 times I now own it on the 3ds and i still have the original uh n64 cartridge and so that one is obviously by far my top Uh, i will play that game until it dies
2: which won't happen because it's electronic so it's cool Wait, wait, wait! Hold up. This dude went to Sam's Club and bought an N sixty four.
1: Just, just the game. But yeah, man. They came in big plastic packages. You had to cut open.
2: I didn't I know remember Sa- those days. I don't know Sam's Club sold anything like that. Every time I go to Sam's Club, it looks like Costco, but blue. <laughs> they
1: they used to sell like Xbox games and stuff. I don't know if they still do. I haven't been to sam's club in a minute so
2: wow sam's club's really been on the decline dang dang All right, well you can keep going so that's now. your
1: number one <laughs> absolutely my number one <laughs> uh, at, following suit my my number two and number three are also from the n64 goldeneye 007 i think everybody can who's played it definitely it should be on their list uh, played the heck out of that game, especially with uh, Darman, I believe we played it back in the Dizay.
0: Just at least twice, <laughs> at least twice. A
1: minimum of two times for sure, and maybe four at the maximum. So you could say that it was highly played.
0: Foundational for our relationship.
1: Yes, absolutely. Not as foundational as this next one, uh, the original Super Smash Bros. Bruh. Oh, lord, A man. Those 12 characters and I, we have they've got a special place in my heart.
2: I I dare say I Pikachu agree. Pikachu
0: was quick as a whip.
2: Yeah, I especially love Sans from Undertale in that game. What? <laughs> yeah, he was the first character, dude.
0: Don't mind him. Don't mind him.
1: Continue. Uh no, I'm I'm not going to go through all five of mine. I want to I want to hear you guys' thoughts.
2: Oh, my thoughts? Oh, man. got to start thinking now. Maybe your prayers,
1: depending on how how you're doing it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so terrible. He needs thoughts and prayers.
2: Yeah, someone pray for this man. He played (laughs) 007. Have you
0: ever had an opinion so bad that somebody comes up to you and says, I'll pray for you? This is not one of them.
2: Yeah, I dare say uh, GoldenEye was definitely a fun game. I didn't play too much of it. Because me and my boys were mainly stuck on Xbox and Xbox 360.
1: This was a little bit before the Xbox times.
2: Yeah. I came a little late to that party, not going to lie.
1: So, Paulie, I'm assuming that that your most nostalgic games are probably from the Xbox and the, the 360. What do you got?
2: Man, my most nostalgic games are basically... Imagine growing up and not having many people to influence your opinion, so you kind of just went with whatever came your way. The first ever video game I played and really enjoyed was this really bad Spider-Man game that came in its own game console. Like you remember those what? really old games oh, that like you
0: plug in plays.
2: Yeah, they had this. They had these gloves that you put on like gloves and had little touch pads on the palms. And it had, like, the motion sensors in the hand, so it could tell you where you were putting them. And it's plugged in this really bad little box, and you plug it into the TV, audio-visual. There was, what, the red and the white, the yellow one? This thing did not have R-S-K. a yellow plug. It did not have one. It was just audio-visual. So, I remember, it's the first ever video game my parents let me play. I don't know why they were anti game when I was a young chitlin, but... I played that game like nobody's business after doing my maths homework early in the day. I was like, oh, can I go play Spider-Man? And I'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, fine. And I'd be in there for hours on end and there was only like two levels and I have a freaking blast playing the same level over and over again, never beating it because I don't want to fight Doc Ock. I just want to swing on webs, dude. Get out of my way. I don't know why it gave me the option of swinging over the boss. And having just respawn in like 30 more tiles. I didn't understand it. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. For me, I was just swinging around like Spider-Man, you know?
1: Just having a grand time. Yeah. Was this like, like 2D side-scroller thing going on?
2: Yep. It was, a, it was wow. 2D side-scroller. It was freaking nuts. But yeah, that's probably... If I were to ever see that game again, I... I'd question where you got that. I don't even know where my parents got that. <laughs> they got it at a yard sale. My life has been building up to a creepy pasta for a bad Spider-Man game. But I'm like, "Wow. That's the first game I ever played and probably one of my childhood favorites cuz it was it was the only one. <laughs> but yeah, then I started growing up a little bit more and I went to a very more much more refined state. Of 2010, I was there during the startup of Minecraft. So that's definitely one of my most played games. I'm not going to say how many hours I've put into it, but my account's turning 10 in September. So that's that's a good few minutes. I'm I
0: think my account just turned nine.
2: you so Because I got nine.
0: into it at... Dogs and Cookies.
2: Dogs and Cookies? Wow. Yeah, Don't which feed was like alpha,
0: th- alpha 13.
2: Something yeah, the along pre-release lines. of
1: Minecraft was nostalgic, for that's sure. That, that's actually sick. on my list, too.
2: The uh, beta, beta 1.0. Just before the adventure update, I believe. Actually, I could have just really embarrassed myself right there. I don't know when the adventure update came out, but the old with the green grass <laughs> and everything looked like crap, but it was a fun game to play. That's what Absolutely. I'm talking about.
1: Absolutely. Darman and uh, I had our right. own server back in high school with a with a buddy of ours. Yeah. I had the- my I had this really old HP laptop that was acting as our server, man. <laughs> if I could go back and recover that world I would never not play that game again
2: yeah that's what I'm saying there oh man I have I have a lot of very long really ridiculous Minecraft server stories but that's probably its own entire episode series in its own um yeah coming mark
1: that one down yeah exactly coming (laughs) this is episode 1b becoming halfway (laughs) in between the second episode and this episode
2: yeah, we start talking about Minecraft servers. Everyone's got their own experience. Everyone, Ugh. you can't even lie.
1: Polly's oh, already yeah. planning his spinoff podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> really awkward Christian Minecraft homeschool unschool servers. Yeah, that's yo. A you just it's said it's a, a bunch niche. of
1: synonymous words just linked together.
2: Yeah, that's. It's usually how life goes, but like, shoot,
1: <laughs> you didn't have to say homeschooled five times.
2: No, there's two different things: homeschooled and unschooled. <laughs> Don't ask me what the difference is, could, because gu- God only knows. But <laughs> yeah, I recently just revived a really crappy meme chat from like, we had a Facebook page for homeschool kids, and we started a a Facebook meme chat, and I forgot about it years. It's been about seven years since that chat was last used, and I was looking through message archives because, I don't know, I guess I just like looking back at my old self and realizing, yeah, 12-year-olds are really stupid. Um,
1: (laughs) I think we need to bring back the rage faces. OG memes, those things were amazing.
2: Rage comics weren't great. But I found this meme chat from crappy homeschool Facebook page days. And I sent a meme in it, and everyone was like, "What is this? Why hasn't this chat been used in seven years?"
1: I'm just surprised you were able to get on Facebook as a Christian homeschooled. Yeah,
2: that's
0: right. I had to fight for my life to get that. That's I what probably
2: I'm
0: it was sophomore year before I was really allowed on Facebook, but I I kind of had extenuating circumstances.
2: I was in junior high, and my only circumstance was I was a loser. So my parents were like, "Fine, we'll give you something."
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe now you'll finally have friends. Yeah, I had to Gotta give a kid a win sometimes. Yeah,
2: I got I had to use my friend's MySpace account because my parents wouldn't let me make my own, so I stole his.
1: Oh man, how did you even find girlfriends halfway across the world without a MySpace in junior high?
0: Uh, RuneScape.
2: Yeah, Exactly. Ooh, you right. You right. And Club Penguin. Let me tell you about Club Penguin real quick. But, yeah, let's figure we should keep on going down the list. My next most nostalgic game is likely going to be Portal 2. Oh,
1: absolutely. That, That's a good one. I yeah. got
2: it for the Xbox 360, and I, for the first time I played through it, I couldn't beat it on my own. There was one level that drove me up the wall, and I said, how in the frick am I supposed to do this? Little 13-year-old me was not mentally prepared for the gauntlet that was aperture science but i played it and then i beat it then i played it again and beat it again then i brought my friend in and we played it and we beat it multiple times and at the end of my little xbox 360s portal 2 uh, venture i had every single achievement
0: my and goodness yeah well done
2: I love that game. No, that's
0: seriously impressive.
2: Yeah, and then I went on to get and play Portal One, and then of course every other Valve game subsequently.
0: Wait, wait, wait! So you played Portal Two without the original context of the first one?
2: Yeah, I had no freaking clue.
1: <laughs> oh, I did. Two. Oh my! I did two actually. In high school, I got oh. Portal Two uh, for for twenty bucks. Uh, because it was on sale at Walmart, I had never played the first one, uh, yeah. but the second one, even as a standalone, is hilarious. I mean, oh yeah, it's so it's wonderfully so written.
2: Especially that—that that was actually my introduction to listening to Jonathan Colton, the guy who wrote the songs for that. Yes, and he's, Jonathan Colton. It's been my favorite else. artist since Portal Two, since I got it, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. What you
1: know uh, about a code monkey?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Every year w- in November or somewhere around that time, uh, on my Facebook time hop pops up a post from from me from like 2010 or 11, and it says Ellen McLean is my hero, and I, mean, I forget you're not and I wrong. forget about it. And she's the voice of Gladys, and she's still my hero.
2: Yeah, did you know that her and Jonathan Coulton came together for the uh, Lego Portals? Uh, Portal DLC and they wrote a song called You Wouldn't Know and released it.
1: That's amazing. It's like a Portal 3 song.
2: It's amazing. I love the song. Um, But yeah. uh, Jonathan Colton is still producing music and going on tours. Just came out with an album of 70 soft rock covers called Some Guys, which is a play on I think uh, the Rolling Stones Some Gals.
0: That's amazing. And it's it's a freaking great.
2: Yeah, and I uh, I got it, and I have a signed co- copy of it in my CD collection alongside the collector's edition of Artificial Heart. Yeah, Jonathan Colton's a fantastic artist. I don't know what this has to do with nostalgic games, but we're going <laughs> off. Listen,
0: nostalgia is such a big thing and it's so strange right because it ties all these different memories together N- the nostalgic feel is a very feely feel right that embodies not feelers.
1: exactly
0: well I mean how else do you explain to somebody you know it's raining outside there's a tornado warning and you're in your basement jamming Minecraft and listening to My Chemical Romance all night Like, it's a certain vibe of nostalgia. Listen, if it's
1: Wednesday, I'm not paying attention to that tornado siren, okay? Exactly. They can't can't hurt you if it's Wednesday. (laughs) Small town vibes. Darman, what do you got for for... your...
0: I was just about to get into that. Go for it. So, my, my list is a lot more, I don't know, concise. Um, probably the first RPG I ever completed was uh, Paper Mario 64. It's a very Ooh, textbook game of simplicity. You know, sometimes less is more, and it had such a in-depth character building system for Mario, but it's very simple that me at seven years old could complete it. I probably be. I, I think the first time i beat that game i spent 50 hours on that playthrough i've since cut that down to about 35
1: 35 minutes game
0: number one Um, nah
1: man seconds
0: minecraft is in number two just because of all the memories all the memories of servers all the personal builds and stuff it's how i actually really got into making videos
1: Making videos, I think that probably stemmed or stemmed from what? Tobuscus, PewDiePie.
2: Oh my god! Toby Games.
0: I do miss Toby Games, but honestly, Tobuscus was not really uh, anybody that I would say I modeled myself after. He definitely was an influence, right? But I wouldn't say that he was like the reason I started. I really started because of uh, a YouTuber called Ko.
2: CoStar? And he had
0: I think that's it, co-star
2: With the Minecraft With Co's series Quest? Co's Quest. Oh my yeah, that god. Dude. Alongside yeah. Avidia Zen and Good, the whole Minecraft yep. team. There we go. This guy, he understands.
0: Yeah, so I, I was just really enthralled by the depth of Ko's quest in the world that he'd created um so that and, and that's what really pushed me into wanting to make videos of many different kinds is cause just Ko's vibe was so relaxing to me uh in middle school early high school
2: Oh yeah room with the view so, is a bop <laughs> best shameless
1: plug for Darman and I you can still find some of his original videos from late middle school early high school uh, of he and I shoot oh
0: I'm not going to look that up right now I'm not going to I don't there there is one video even where you're feeding me cotton candy while I'm playing this crappy knockoff quake shooter
1: that sounds amazing
0: that's still out there oh you know what urban terror that's what it's called that was gonna be (laughs) game number three ah urban terror was a free-to-play shooter and because i was poor and i wouldn't say i was poor actually that's that's a misnomer um my family did not allow me to get into a lot of expensive games um, it was what you got for your birthday and what you got for Christmas. Is You got two of the major releases that may have been that year. Um, and most of those were handheld games with the DS and the Game Boy Advance. So when I got into high school, uh, Urban Terror was an open source game. It's still going. Uh, we actually played it for a game night about a year ago. But I just have many fond memories of walking up to friends who didn't know better or like they had just installed it. I was like, grenade hug. You could just hold a grenade and just walk up to him and boom, points.
2: Wow. And you didn't die? Yeah. Y'all holding oh, the no, grenade? You, I,
0: you definitely died with them. Worth oh. it though. Such is the grenade hug.
1: Mutually assured destruction. That's the name of Darman's game
2: that's that's usually sure
1: destruction that's very accurate
2: as as kids nowadays say uh big mood
1: (laughs) big mood it's mint we're not saying vibe anymore man i'm so old
0: come on keep up with the lingo man you're younger than me
2: i heard mood like 2018 2019 yeah 2018 so it's been a couple years it's probably changed
1: it's probably yeah, some random word like else. Kool-Aid or banana right now. They're like, ah, oh, man, that's totally banana.
2: All right, Kool-Aid <laughs> is generations past. Oh We definitely yeah. did a
0: reverse time skip. You ever go so far into the future, <laughs> you land in the past? Classic Martin yeah, McFly. That's what just happened.
2: Yeah. To ring it back around to Jonathan Colton, <laughs> it's like the song De-Evolving.
1: That'll also be featured in Polly's spinoff podcast. Yeah, there
0: we go. <laughs> yes, we're just going to go this whole podcast. Uh, hey, how can I make this into a Jonathan Colton reference? Oh, wait, we can do that with everything because the man's wild.
2: Wild as his beard, man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying.
0: I need more coffee for this.
2: I've been skipping out on coffee for the past couple of days and your boy's feeling yeah, it. Yeah, I bet. I'm like, who?
1: <laughs> your boy's... <laughs> I I got a pot a day of liquid gold running through me.
0: So those are three big nostalgia games. If I had to name any others, uh, two other formative games that reflected uh, childhood memories, definitely Smash. Um, Just the entire franchise, really. Because every time a new one would come out, you and I would be playing it, Garrett. (laughs) And I would be losing horribly, <laughs> like a sandbag.
2: Like a sandbag?
1: Like a sandbag.
2: Man, is that some old person lingo that I don't understand?
1: Yeah, man, you have to hit your mid-twenties before you understand. Oh. Basically, Yikes. if you can't okay. easily rent a car, you don't understand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I don't think anybody can easily rent a car in this Financial climate.
1: Why would I do that?
2: I don't have to go Wait anywhere. Second. I don't think anybody can go anywhere at this point. Uh, you know, someone's gonna listen to this podcast in like twenty years and wonder what's going on. <laughs> like, what do you mean you can't go anywhere? Did something, something happen?
0: <laughs> like, what's going on? It's like there's a blank space in the records
1: right Someone here. Someone called Taylor Swift. She's got right some where reporters. it should be. <laughs>
2: It's okay. I'll get this on my cassette tape <laughs> and we'll we'll have proper records of it.
1: Oh yeah, I, I got my 8-track recorder going right now. More I actually, do Holt. have
2: a. There we go.
1: Yeah, man. An 8-track. I have and the lesser-known 9-track, which is coming a little bit later.
2: It's extra track. I have a uh I have a 4-track digital recorder for from Tascam use it as a portable studio. Okay,
1: but the real question is, can you yeah. use that That's wild. to play hot cross buns?
2: Uh, you know, likely not. It's all digital. This is like the more the modern portable studio. <laughs> but also, I don't Ooh. know I have an old Jensen cassette recorder and I'm 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 hitting recording. so if you guys can talk into it Actually, no, it's not going to pick up on your end, but let's see, listen to this. <laughs> and I can hit rewind. <laughs> then if I hit play, oh, I'd, I was messing oh. around with this for a while. Oh, Does it have... Was I supposed to hear something? Oh, there we go. Let's see if it'll come up.
0: I heard it. You'll hear it on the cast.
2: I, I really do. I wonder if it's going to work.
1: I oh. can yeah, hold it real
2: close. Um trying to figure out how this whole thing works. There we go. Used to hoping. Oh,
1: that's wonderful.
2: Dang. You really are work. aiming for like that creepy recorder. pasta. works. That's good. I spent like 20 bucks on it.
1: That sounded like the the beginning recording of some sci-fi movie where somebody's abandoned <laughs> in space and they're like, "Daylog 1." I haven't had food for 36 minutes.
2: <laughs> future be like, no food.
0: What do you mean we don't have immediate access to food? What do you mean we have to work for
2: it? Oof. All right, that's the wrong kind of future there. Man. But yeah, I got this because, well, I figured it'd make it a little bit more interesting to make, like, journal entries... 'Cause my handwriting is a bit god awful when I'm not working on it. And just having digital files on my computer sounds pretty boring. Then But yeah, having a whole bunch of cassette tapes dated from a specific date to specific date full of just ridiculous journal entries, that'd be pretty cool. Someone finds it after I die and they're like, What is this? Then they have a whole probably few years of some dude talking into a really old microphone.
0: Some historian is going to be like, my God, there's another one of these.
2: I I just finished another archive. Now I have to go through this schmo? <laughs> this dude?
1: Does somebody even have a cassette player? Someone contact this. Yeah, Exactly.
2: Call the, uh oh, I forget, the History Museum.
1: Just what please, History Museum? if you're going to make cassette recordings, just make more or less than 13 because no one needs another Netflix series. All right, oh, dude.
2: Lord. Yeah. On I'm, that <laughs> note. On that note.
1: Way to kill the mood, bro.
0: So I pulled the community, right? I asked them two questions. I asked them the same questions I have for you guys. Um, and if you're welcome to join in on these, uh, I, th- I figured we could talk about our worst games that we've ever played after we talk about the community's poor taste in games, because my God, some of these games are actually really good.
1: (laughs) What do they got? makes me upset.
0: So, okay. Here are some of the top five top 10 games, uh, that our Facebook group of Crossforge gaming community has said were the worst games they've ever played. Uh, to nobody's surprise, Uh, we have Superman 64 in the number one slot, but it's tied with a much more modern game with the same amount of voters, Fortnite.
1: Ooh! First of all, Superman 64 was ahead of its
0: time, all right? That's a weird way to say it was a tech demo and not a game.
2: (laughs) Oh, man, he found me out. Y'all put on your flak jackets. They shooting today. Listen, I
0: actually – my father bought Superman 64 on the day it came out, and he was so excited. Um, His disappointment was immeasurable when you couldn't even figure out how to get past the loading screen. Like, it's that broken. You had to, like, fly through a portal to load in the actual level. And all it was was a bogus flight simulator where you just flew through hoops. If I wanted to fly through hoops, I would load up a freaking Star Fox, you know. <laughs> just load up and just go zipping through Smash Droids, you know, a real game, not a tech demo, not some poor artist rendition. They probably spent like six months, like, okay, yeah, that looks like Superman, kinda.
1: Yeah, go ahead, send it, sixty dollars. Let's go. The sad part about it is that probably still took them months or years at the time, right? It- it really did. And, and did um, that game were you able to use heat vision or X ray vision? You had you had a laser vision. Okay.
0: But it like you could only do it in certain places. Right. Um the third and fourth games on this list we have E. T. from the Atari whichever number series it was. Oh, yeah, the one they buried
2: Lord. in the desert.
0: The one that was so bad that they buried in the desert and people have excavated. What's that? Okay, the producer... Director? Director. The director is saying that it was the Atari 2600. Thank you, sir. Amen. Um, It was so bad that it, in New Mexico, uh, it, there's a dump in New Mexico that they excavated to find old copies of this game. There are actual uh, promotional materials that have... There is a museum-grade display exhibit that went on sale for like a million not too long ago i want to say it was in the fall of last year that somebody had compiled all this promotional material uh, along with a game in the plastic from the dump
2: Bruh, one million just $1, that is wild that's so well
0: you got to understand they had all of the index cards and everything Uh, newspaper clippings about uh, the historic dump itself. Like, there was just a big truck with boxes and just dumped it right there. So, I mean, it it was such a flop of a game. Uh, There wasn't any guidance on, like, how to play it or anything. I need to get this
1: game on an emulator. I just want to experience the horrendous achievement that it was
2: it was a really sad kind of game because they apparently they were working so hard on it but the et movie was coming out real quick so they rushed it like nobody's business and if you know anything about russian games uh not the country but like making games <laughs> go fast um it it takes the quality from you know somewhat decent and churns it down to uh not much
1: Listen, that worked for Majora's Mask, so it doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes you make great games when you rush them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes you have Tetris when you actually, you know, go by the country. Thank you, director.
2: Oh yes, he's coming in clutch. All that good stuff. Coming in super clutch.
0: Yeah, Tetris was uh, an actual Russian-developed game. That that game has got a huge history behind it. But I don't I don't want to lose focus right now. Um, you were talking about. Making games go faster, though. Sonic 06.
2: Bruh. Bleh. That gotta go fast.
0: <laughs> it went so fast that they didn't even know how to program collision.
1: Like. See, I am not aware of these games. I feel like I really missed out on uh, a horrible childhood that everyone <laughs> else experienced without without playing any of these games. Be blessed. I need the all of these part on is- an emulator
0: yo, just have a day where we all just sit down and play all these games together. And be like, yep, that is certifiably trash.
1: We could have a five-person stream all at the yo, same time where we're all just playing just the worst run. games.
0: Let's just speed run the worst games ever.
1: <laughs> you turn on Superman um, 64. Oh, you're done.
0: <laughs> Game over. Nope. In- it's the only way to win is to not play. Start rolling credits. <laughs> Bum, bum, bum,
1: bum, na, 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 na.
0: man brought to you by Robert weed.
1: weed is that five or do we have one more
0: uh that was the the number five game is one that I don't necessarily agree with there's a lot of games after this point that are seem to be more opinion based taste and opinion based like fortnite is number two. And I don't think that we can call that a broken or the worst game we've yeah. ever played. I don't th- if we're if we're going to use any objective measure of that, right? Yeah. But number five is Dragon Age Inquisition.
2: Oh damn! Uh,
0: which was an RPG. I think it's a Bioware RPG. Yeah. Are they the ones that did Dragon
2: Age? I am unsure, but I remember getting the uh, the magazine for it. In what is Yes, it, it is a Bioware form?
0: game. Published under EA. Dang.
2: Apparently someone didn't like it a whole lot. Wow. Uh
0: yeah. Seven people were like, yep, nope, that's the worst game I've ever played.
2: Seven people.
0: Seven people. So it's it's a very scientific sample size.
2: Yeah, I dare say. But yeah, I feel like when I was reading through all this, I was like, Wow, well, it just sounds like some of these people just didn't like a game, which I guess is understandable. I mean for But
0: there's a couple there's a couple of notable ones that I'd like to point out um that were like games that weren't terrible but they definitely were not good they they were outliers in the franchise or something right
2: yeah um fallout brotherhood of steel that was an awful game was that a thing yeah fallout brotherhood of steel if you go to the wiki there's a guide and i think at the end of it it says if you beat this game may god have mercy on your soul
1: It sucks. Oh.
0: Okay. Um well the first one in the list that I thought was an interesting addition uh was Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh it was a GameCube release and you never expect the Sonic universe to like have guns and stuff. But then Shadow Where the Hedgehog comes out and drops the I D word, that. like in the first five minutes. It's like, damn, I'm Batman.
2: I remember
1: Is this on that, your worst games list?
0: No, no, no. This is on the community's games list. I did play this game, though.
1: I thought that game was great. I thought it was a wonderful, it, well, maybe not wonderful is a good idea, but mostly <laughs> just interesting adaptation to the universe. It was certainly
0: it, it, something. Cer- it was, it was, it, exactly. That's the best way to describe it. Certainly something.
2: I'm like, it wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. It was, the gun mechanics a... were awful. Okay, that's understandable, but it totally came out. Okay, left but feeling. before
1: that, they didn't even have guns. So how are they supposed to know how to use them?
2: It, you know. It's Shadow the Hedgehog. Dude. Asking the real questions. It's like, you don't ask questions about Shadow the Hedgehog. He is a lot of people's anime waifu. They, they're <laughs> bound to tell me something. the edge. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole thing about the Sonic universe. Edge. Crisp pointy.
0: We've got A Bug's Life down in here. Dragon's Lair. Which, Dragon's Lair was a classic game. Like, before there was really more in-depth rules to game development. But I think there's something to be said that there are some games, like on this list, there's Detroit Become Human, right? (laughs) A game that, well, I mean, between Dragon Slayer and Detroit Become Human, right? Uh, And games like uh, the famous or infamous uh, Death Stranding. You know, some of these games are more art pieces than games.
2: I remember watching a live stream of Death Stranding. And looking at him, be like, "Wow, I really like the uh, FedEx delivery system simulator."
0: Right, like.
2: Yeah, you remember the 2017-2018 uh, like simulator craze, where people just I made do remember simulator videos. And I figured
0: there is a rock garden simulator on Steam, and it's like $5. Yeah. All it is is grass growing around a rock, a pet rock.
2: I would have figured that Death Stranding would have been a big freaking hit in the middle of those that community.
0: If they had released that game much earlier, yes. Because now, the joke's gone on too long, right? <laughs> but then there's like, oh, we have a AAA simulator. Hmm. They spent millions of dollars so that they could have all these big actors... And everybody's forgotten about it. It's now <laughs> how far out? It's been seven months since that game came out.
2: Yeah, and nobody really talks about it, except in. No, they don't. Like this.
0: Why? Why? The game was supposed to be so groundbreaking and revolutionary. I thought we could have a beautiful art piece.
2: Yeah, they wanted to. Uh, what is? They wanted to expose Jeff Bezos for his treatment of Amazon <laughs> oh workers. My lord. And so Yo. like, yeah, you're on a different planet now, dude.
1: To be perfectly honest, I remember seeing Death Stranding being announced at E3 or whatever it was announced at, and I, I'm I was still waiting for it to come out before this conversation.
0: Wait, you didn't know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh no! No, I, I did not know that that game was already out. Oh well I'm sorry to break it to you yeah bud.
0: that game that was a game that was in development for like seven years at least seven years since Hideo left uh Konami
2: yeah, you know what we need I to mean, come out next I think uh Star Citizen is due to come out pretty soon
0: that's a joke and you know it
2: that's why I made it oh man <laughs>
1: I would say Kingdom Hearts 3, but they actually did that to everybody's surprise. You know? Only took them a decade.
0: Half yeah. Life 3, when?
2: Oh, man. They came out with Alex, which is like Half Life 2.5 or 2.6 now. Which gives me some hope, but. And the
1: VR with it, right? That was cool. Oh, yeah. I've seen some videos of it.
2: Yeah, they they already did Let's a whole see. bunch of chapters after Half Life Two. I'm like, y'all, just slap a fat three next to one of them and call it a day. You'll make everybody at this happen. point.
1: At this point, Valve knows what they're doing, and they're just doing it to make people
2: mad. Yeah, they're gonna get into really small decimals before they release Half Life Three.
0: <laughs> what do you mean three? Yeah, what, go like what's what is that? What is that variable? Two
2: point seven nine 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 nine. You just add in you know add infinitum. Up until nah,
0: just do the Kingdom Hearts route. You just stop using numbers and just throw random names everywhere that don't mean anything.
2: Half
1: Life Alice. Chain of Memories. They already started. Half Life versus- 17 divided by 42 times the square root of pi.
2: Yeah. Half Life Lambda Rising. They're only gonna release Half Life 3 <laughs> after the nuclear holocaust or something like that. After the world's dead, they'll be like, "We did it. We released Half Life 3." And it's the greatest post-apocalyptic so, game ever.
0: So these are all the communities' games. What are some god-awful games that you guys have played?
2: Some god-awful games? Some god-awful games. Let me... Uh, you know what? Let's take a look at ye old Steam library. Because this is a uh, treasure trove. <laughs> a treasure trove of absolute nightmares. So I have one that uh, is
1: probably... Very controversial. And it's even controversial in my own mind. But the, the original Assassin's Creed. That game was revolutionary for its time. And I understand that. But I played Assassin's Creed Brotherhood first, I think. And that game got me into the series. And going back from Brotherhood or even from Assassin's Creed 2... To the original is rough. The original is just repetitive. And you you still have the cool... Uh, all, all the cool stuff that you can do in it. But it's not as expansive as any of the other games. And I just remember getting about three quarters of the way through it. And I gave up. And it wasn't until maybe seven or eight years later that I played... Assassin's Creed 2 and even knew what happened at the end of Assassin's Creed 1.
0: I think there's a lot of games that you look at them and you understand where a game comes from when you get to that first in a series, right? For sure. Like Everybody remembers uh, playing Age of Empires for the first time and then looking and see how the game progressed from there. Everybody remembers Kingdom Hearts 1 and then where it took off and lost pace from there, right? But like those original games, they, they spawned such cool worlds and universes that I, I, I could understand uh maligning the first game. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't necessarily even fit in with the rest of the universe, uh or graphically, gameplay or otherwise, but it still sets the the expectation.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anderson, I agree. I only have two games that I've ever played and did not enjoy. In my whole career. Only two? Yeah, only two. Apparently, I'm a very wow, optimistic this man, person. This man got lucky. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The only two games I've ever played and did not enjoy were first. Oh, it's it's still a shudder to talk about. It's the Minecraft story mode from Telltale. Ugh. Yeah, I'm yeah. like that. That's or,
0: that's that's what I'm talking about, right? Is like games that aren't games.
1: Yeah. Everything by Telltale. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. Can't do it.
2: But yeah, story mode, Minecraft story mode was kind of a shudder. I was like, ooh. I have it in my Steam library and I I try and forget about it. But You can s- remove it. I bought it. I'm not gonna remove it. It's It's a piece of history, (laughs) Darman. Exactly. If (laughs) if I'm going to waste my money, I'm going to save that wasted money until it's worth something. It might be a couple decades, but you know what? Maybe someday.
0: (laughs) That's how I felt about my magic cards.
2: The year is 3125. Everyone's hankering for a copy, a digital copy of the now deleted Minecraft story mode. (laughs) (laughs) Using a coding language that's been outdated for millennia. Millennium. (laughs)
1: To put this into
0: perspective We have Unreal 64 here This game was built in Unreal 3
2: (laughs) Man, modern year Unreal Engine 4 is still the best Although I don't know what they're on now
0: I think they're weren't they just doing tech demos for unreal engine five with the whole playstation 5 release
1: yeah they that's what i heard they have started to yeah get ready to do some demos for unreal 5 which even unreal 4 i'm like how does it get better than this i with graphics for me and maybe it's because i have an astigmatism but graphics for me eventually they just like they get so good that i can't tell the difference like you know, crucify me if you want, but I don't know the difference between 1080 and 4 ki I don't
2: Understandable.
1: It's going to look the same to me.
2: It's all on my laptop screen, so for me, it doesn't really matter. Right. <laughs> I can still see my workshop out the corner of my eye. The realism was <laughs> never there. But yeah, the only second game I've ever played and didn't enjoy was Elder Scrolls Online. And... Ooh. Yeah, I do agree. Elder Scrolls Online is a good game. I just could never get into it. I felt like it was Skyrim with extra combos and Manamarko, Marco King of Worms again.
1: <laughs> it's like Skyrim with extra steps.
2: Exactly. Didn't I already beat this guy in Oblivion? Unless he got stronger, I don't want to fight him again because that first one was way too easy.
1: So I I think there's a trend here. Uh, I, I don't believe that It made it onto the community's list, but Fallout 76.
0: I was shocked. Yeah, Fallout 76 was not on the worst games played list. Uh, By the same virtue, No Man's Sky was also not added on that list, which was absolutely shocking to me, seeing as those games got some of the widest vitriol posted online (laughs) just the margins of hate for the developers um the no man's sky team was like on alert like we had it was insane how how far people went to i don't want to use the word bully but
2: I mean, show they, moderate they, they, to
1: severe disdain for.
2: Yeah. the Yeah. <laughs> one of the guys, that, the guy that ran the company that made No Man's Sky got like death threats from people. So I'm pretty sure that could be counted as uh, a little bit of bully or yeah, no, maybe no, that, some slander. Yeah, that's definitely bullying.
0: <laughs> and so, like, I'm, not, I'm not saying that he didn't deserve hate, right? Because it, the game was not as described at launch. Right. Oh, I think the game not. is finally in its final image now uh, where they were advertised the game. But...
1: Right, but don't don't release a game and essentially have it be the beta for something else. Okay. This is like Xenoverse or 1 at and least,
0: 2. If you're going to do that, at least give it the early access title.
1: Right, yeah. And it's such a beautiful game. I think that and just the the sense of endless adventure... Was what really drove people to it, and then when you—I—I I, I never played the game, but you know from what I heard, when you first, when the game first came out, it's like you were just literally all alone, and you couldn't find anybody, and
2: because it was single player, even though they right. made it out to be <laughs> multiplayer. But yeah, it has redeemed itself in many ways that probably none of us ever saw. I was quite impressed. Now it is multiplayer. For sure. And you can be a pirate! Wow, can I get an eye patch? <laughs> wasn't
1: though? it? Wasn't it originally only on the PlayStation? I
0: no, I don't think so. Hmm.
1: I thought it was a, a PlayStation exclusive.
0: Maybe that's how it was advertised at the beginning.
1: Well, again, things changed. <laughs> right, a lot of things. My changed. thought is maybe it did so bad on the PlayStation that they were like, "Man, we need to get." We we need to get some buyers, so they released it on the Xbox. (laughs) They gave
2: it to the PC modding community and said, here, please.
1: So the
0: initial... Pulling up Wikipedia here. So the initial release was at first on the PS4. Okay. Uh, It released in North America on the 9th of August of sixteen. And the 10th of August in the EU, it hit Microsoft Windows uh, the 12th of August, and Xbox One two years ago, uh, 24th of July 2018.
1: That's what I'm saying, Weird. man. Wow. So it was just
0: PC and PS4 exclusives. Suck for at the Xbox, time.
1: dude. Always suck at Xbox. I have an Xbox. Worst decision. Worst decision <laughs> all the way.
0: Alright, so we've talked about some of the worst games. We've talked about our personal nostalgic games. The community uh the community's most nostalgic games were some were shockers, uh, others were very understandable. Um Number one at the top was Star Wars Battlefront two by Pandemic.
1: Frickin' fantastic. Are you even allowed game. to say that word right now? Too soon, bro Pandemic? Ooh. Again.
0: Oh, you said it again. Oh, he said the word
1: somewhere. A CDC rep just lost their degree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Star Wars Battlefront 2 by uh, P Word Studios and Savage Entertainment was the number one.
2: (laughs) That's somehow worse. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that that actually made it worse. You made it derogatory, and I wasn't. You didn't
0: think it could be worse, <laughs> but.
2: But yeah, that yeah, is Yeah, man, <sighs> Battlefront Indeed. 2
1: was phenomenal. Um, and then when they revamped it a few years ago, what a letdown. That, that's another one of those things where they advertised it so well, right? Yeah, Just like all of these dice. other games.
0: Well, and we thought we could trust DICE, you know, the creators of Battlefield and everything. We thought we could trust DICE with the franchise to do it justice. And they really just kind of made it nerf guns with Star Wars skin.
1: Well, they teamed it with yeah
2: Don't with you know EA, that, DICE so that DICE basically that mean help. gambling? And gambling's not a good time. So if you trust DICE... <laughs> that
0: explains <laughs> all of the loot boxes. Yeah, y'all done
2: for. But yeah, I remember playing as Darth Vader on Hoth on Battlefront 2 and I think my friend was Luke Skywalker on the other team and I just clap him hard for like 30 minutes until the round ended because we made the round super long
1: what an epic gamer moment yeah man the OG Battlefront 2 though uh, when you were in space between uh, the two ships and being able to like be in space and shoot them up and then go in uh, I think it was the destroyer Oh, and then yes. fighting there, that was phenomenal. What a, yeah, absolutely Guys,
0: I don't know if you knew this, but this game is on Steam.
1: Bro. Should we have a game night for this? Absolutely we should have a game night for this. I don't know why that's even up for discussion. Oh, excellent. Cool. Just I'm
0: just gonna jot that down for really soon.
1: Mucho much soon. Battle- <laughs>
0: Alright, we're expediting it.
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> That'll be an
0: extra twenty dollars, sir.
2: Yeah, exactly. You get the speed bundle. <laughs>
0: What's that? You want overnight delivery? Okay. Well, you say so.
2: <laughs> That's an extra couple of gumballs off you. But man, <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront Two Classic 2005
1: 9.99. Worth it. You, you know go. that they had to distinguish that it was Classic 2005 because of all the hate that this the new one got.
2: Yeah, they had. They were like, "All right, we have to distinguish these, or else Mm -hmm. this game's never gonna sell." But now,
1: that's another game, right? That was so bad that now it's free, right? Which game? Mm -hmm. Uh, The new uh, Battlefront two.
0: They they. It's not free. No. Okay. Uh, it was on one of the subscriptions though, uh, as a game of the month that you could download. Um. And then you got to keep it. I think that was on PS Plus at some point recently. But uh, moving down the nostalgic community games list, we've got The Legend of Zelda. I'm Absolutely. assuming that they're just referring to the franchise. The whole,
2: the whole thing.
0: Because the first game was something else.
1: It was tough, man. I, I it mean... was
0: extremely tough. And following it up with uh, Legend of Zelda 2... Side-scrolling Boogaloo?
2: Adventure of Link? (laughs) (laughs) Link's Adventure, there we go.
0: That was... That's a game that I would put as not what I wanted.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's like what? It's like... You ask for Grand Theft Auto for Christmas and you get uh, The Simpsons hit and run. That's kind of what it's like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) After The Legend of Zelda, we've got Age of Empires... Um, yes. Classic yes. RTS. Uh, funnily enough, StarCraft is way further down on the list. Like the real classic RTS games, like uh, Outpost, not on this list. And that may just be like an age thing, right? Um, not everybody grew up with PC gaming in the '90s. Uh, we got Roller Coaster Tycoon, which is a PC game from the '90s that do people do remember. Halo C E
2: There we go Donkey
0: Kong Yeah Ouch. Donkey Kong Country uh, Kingdom Hearts Two Pokemon Crystal and Knights of the Old Republic rounded Out See now what
2: we really need Where's To the Moon by Freebird Games? It's definitely probably one of my favorite I games would- ever. I'm kind of sure that I would... Are we on Nostalgic
1: or Worst Games? We're on Nostalgic, right? Yeah, we're on Nostalgic. We're on Nostalgic right oh, okay. now. Okay. Wow. okay. We I went... was very confused. I went through a
0: much shorter list with the uh, the Worst Games.
1: I was like, who doesn't like Donkey Kong Country? That was an amazing game.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think you missed when I transitioned into these were the Worst Games community, and now let's talk about what the community did like. Man, I, did, speaking I did make a
1: transition. wonderful... Donkey Kong Games, a game that's highly underrated. Donkey Kong sixty four. Man That was a fun game. That was an that amazing, game was game. really
0: good. I actually wonder if I can find the uh the booster pack and find a copy.
1: Oh bro, I got it. It's a it's, well, I know it's you in my got bag it, but... right now. <laughs> Yellow cartridge
2: and all.
0: Yellow cartridge. You need Did that you ever...
1: extra sixty four megabytes of RAM to run it.
2: Dang, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think i got extra 64
1: a whole extra man
0: did we ever figure out what version your uh your zelda cartridges were
1: mm. okay so here, here's here's a fun fact um of my random zelda knowledge the zelda uh ocarina of time came in at three versions that i know of obviously back then Um, they could not just do updates online. So Ocarina of Time first came in a gold cartridge. Standard, obviously it was the first edition, so it didn't change. Uh, then there was, then they switched to a gray cartridge. No, excuse me. They can, they stayed with the gold cartridge, but they changed in the fire temple, the second temple that you go through as an adult. There was some Islamic chanting that Wait, went in-
2: back up. What?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so in in the original Ocarina of Time, there was some uh, there was Islamic prayer chanting <laughs> in in the fire temple, but they had to remove that chanting. Um, this was obviously in nineteen ninety six or somewhere around that time. So like we didn't totally
0: so We're pre-2001. Yeah,
2: we're pre-bad time. That's important.
1: So the reason for them removing it was because that specific prayer was supposed to be done without music. And the the fire temple obviously had music. Um, So then you fast forward to to the next one. And actually, it's funny enough, there's a similar reason for this next change. They went to a gray cartridge. And the gray cartridge was still quote unquote version two just with a gray cartridge instead of gold. And then uh, after that, they changed the symbol for the Gerudo tribe. It was uh, a crescent moon with a star. Um, But like I said, similar to the original reason that they changed the chanting, that turned out to be a symbol that was closely associated or similar to uh, a tribe in the middle east that was kind of like no good so now they have this really weird symbol that you see in all the 3ds games uh i believe it's the same for majora's mask Uh, but those are the versions
0: between one of the versions too there was a couple of changes like when you hit ganon he would bleed green and not red
1: oh that's right you know i forgot about that 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 was cool um I want that to say that on was on the between gray
0: version two and three,
1: yeah, yeah. It was still on the gray cartridge, so that was a thing. Um, when you hit him, he would puke
2: green blood. Ew, that sounds instead of red. Sounds not delicious. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Yeah, no. I honestly, Juicy. green is almost more disgusting and violent for me. I'm like, oh, something's going on. He's got like, <laughs> he's got like dead bowel that's just coming out.
2: He got up worms. <laughs> But yeah, that I do agree. That is quite. And this has been side.
1: Zelda 411. So with all
0: 411. Wow! I got a level 400 class for free. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> I feel so enlightened.
2: But yeah, I didn't know anything about that that you just talked about, old Zelda game. I was like, wow! I did myself some some education today. That's a good time. You're welcome. Yeah, like,
0: yeah you got a 400-level class on
2: wow. Ocarina of Time. I went By from,
1: listening to this podcast, you agree to terms and conditions to pay us forty nine ninety five in two installments over three years.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and we might even be able to install Google Ultra on your computer, like the CIA. <laughs> if you right after we install LimeWire. Exactly. Yo! <laughs> Actually, no. Talk about
1: nostalgic throwback.
2: Oh yeah, let's make one quick run back to nostalgia real quick. Miniclip Games. Oh, you got it. My favorite game on Miniclip was Final Ninja. Final Ninja?
0: What is it? It was
2: that? a side-scroller where you had Ninja Stars and a Swing from Rope. Then there was the sequel, Final Ninja Zero. Then both of them disappeared. And I don't know what happened to them. I can't find them, but I'm like, man... Is
0: this like one of those plug-and-play games again, or is it a, It was on Miniclip. Is it a computer game?
2: You know Miniclip.com?
1: What is it? man. Like, half their games are made by Miniclip.
2: Yeah. Miniclip... It's an OG gaming site. It, it was the old uh, Java, um, Adobe Java Flash player plug-in games. Oh! They also had the popular game Motherload, which was a banger, and a bunch of other wild ones. There was another one where you slingshot penguins at each other. I remember that for some reason. <laughs> Man, speaking of old
1: Flash games. Cool math games. My favorite Flash game, and if I could find it, I would pay at least $7 for it in any other medium. But there was a game on neopets.com
2: Ooh. called
1: Castle Crashers, I believe and it was like you were two of these like toddler kings playing a game but you basically made a lego castle and you shot cannons at the other person to try to knock their treasure chest off of its mat and that game i man i have tried to play it but you need one of those like really old uh, adobe flash wave Runners Shock,
0: oh, it was Shockwave. Shockwave, yeah. yeah right. I remember.
1: Man. But man, that game, I played for hours, and it was just the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And eventually, I found out the the best castle to build because if they hit you, then it would just cover up the chest, and they couldn't hit it anymore. So it's not like it was a, like difficult. It wasn't a challenge for me, but man, that game was a wonderful.
2: So once you figured out how to dupe it, you basically became the king. You were top. Yeah,
1: man. I growed up. I went from toddler king to slightly bigger toddler king.
2: I grew another <laughs> inch. I'm the tallest <laughs> one on the playground. Yeah, that is a good time. Every, like...
0: I do, too. I remember also being three foot three.
2: Oof. <laughs> As someone who's six foot two, that's that's sad, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, like, up to, up to my leg. Well, I
0: think this is a great point to wrap it up. Gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, allowing me to kidnap you into this escapade of podcastery.
2: Hey, man, who's yeah, playing the outro music already?
1: What? Someone's playing music what? in the
2: background.
1: <laughs>
0: There's music.
2: <laughs> wow, ep- uh, that Sorry. was uncomfortable. Sorry, wrong music.
0: Yeah, here. Let's let's put the correct music down. No,
1: please don't.
2: This man's gonna oh. play, like...
1: What is it? I'm just scared. Uh, I'm I was so just nervous. gonna put
0: the outro. The outro oh, goes no. here.
1: No, yeah, yeah, outro goes here. Start That's playing C4 I thought you 18. were gonna play something cringe.
0: No, we're just gonna cold cut end it. Done.
1: We're Soprano done. style.